Welcome to another episode of the Seminar Files. This is L. Hey, B. Hashtag feminism. African queen. African queen. Three black women. Where's the lie? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I dropped the piece of pepper on the floor and I need to clean it up. Is that how we're starting today? Sure. Why not? Happy holidays, everyone. How's it going? Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa and everything else. Is Hanukkah still going on? No, I think Hanukkah over because they were talking about that like over a week ago and they didn't know about seven candles, right? I thought yeah, it was nine. Okay, so somebody figure that out. While we we, we need to do some research. I, I, there you I, go. Right. Yeah, we have anybody who celebrates Hanukkah listening to us. I'm just going to put that But you never out. know. We, we want to be inclusive. Right, we want to be inclusive. We want people to include us, so we got to include others. I don't want to include Leave me be. So Hanukkah okay. has been over and it's eight days. So I was close. So it started the evening of November 28th. Wait, I'm sorry. It's been wait, over. Wait, My bad. wait. She said I was close because she had nine days, but I had seven days. So we was right. in between. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She said we was close. I was, close. I was oh, too. Okay. Go ahead. We were both close. We were both close because it's eight days. So Hanukkah began the evening of Sunday, November 28th, and ended in the evening of Monday, December the 6th. All right. Oh, so we, all right, that was Thanksgiving. My bad for my, my Jewish folks. I'm sorry. I want to disrespect you. You Jewish? Can you just let us know you Jewish? Because <laughs> I, I have Shout a- us out. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. And if we don't hear nothing, then I'm going to go ahead and say Merry Christmas and Happy Kwanzaa. I'm thinking about celebrating Kwanzaa for the first time this year. That'll be nice. Who are you going to celebrate with? Are you going to be home? Oh, with your boo? My boo is coming. When does he come? He'll be here tomorrow, Christmas Eve. Are you going to stop working? That part? Yeah. So, well, I took off today. Um, I'm taking off at Amazon for the rest of the time that he'll be here because you know my real job we shut down from Christmas Eve all the way through after New Year's so I had that week off anyway and then you know my little slide gig I'm damn I'm tired like I even took off tonight so y'all should be proud of me because normally y'all know I'll push through but I'm like I'm I'm learning the lesson of I'm not superwoman it's not all in me I need to sit down like I just I can't do it so I mean, our, well, we're going to talk about this a little later, but isn't that one of the titles of the episodes of Harlem? Yeah. Like the strong black woman. Oh, it is. Keep, keep it moving. Mm-hmm. How are everybody doing? Don't give me credit. <laughs> you so I'm excited because I finally get to take a break. Good. So you deserve it. Over. No, you deserve it. No, no, no. Sure. What are hey, you going to take the break? That's the question. I'm sorry. Are you going to take the break? Or is Miss Isaac going to call you? So now it's not even Miss Isaac. It's the people that are going into the building. I was like, bruh, seriously? 
Well, take the break. Okay, go ahead. Good I'm going to do it. Listen, if I don't have to go in, that's the break. If I don't have to check my emails, that's the break. My out of office is on and it says that I'm out of the office with limited access to email. So I know I'm going to have to check some things. And I also made plans to work with my replacement the one day that she comes in so that I can give her a little bit of guidance for what I used to do because she doesn't know it, but her life is about to change drastically. Oh, it is. Oh, well, all right. She might find out a more efficient way of working and nail it. Exactly. But I just, but you know, she kind of freaked out (laughs) when we had open house a few weeks ago and I had to tell her, I was like, she called me like literally after it was over and was talking like a thousand miles a minute. And I was like, stop take a breath and I was like if you I said if you are freaking out now you ain't seen nothing yet Mm. so yeah in any event KB how are you it's the end of the year I'm also taking my break my out of office went on today and I'm looking forward to that man I'm just I know we're going to talk about the holidays but this year has been something else you know I got friends that got hit with certain things and you know I think it's a time of reflection I I think I reflect a lot so I don't think I just reflected this time but I think as we start to think about 2022 I'm thinking how 2021 went for me so yeah I'm doing okay I'm happy that I'm not working I don't have to fight with the people in BJ's. They get on my damn nerves. Everybody getting on my nerves in these doles. Like I just can't do it. So I mean, why are you fighting with people? Well, no, I wanted to get this shelf for my garage, another one. And I'm simply telling the lady, oh, I thought it was a different price at the other BJ's. Can you check? So I had to go to the front desk. The guy told me, oh, take a picture. They can look it up. She looks it up in the computer. It's the same price. Oh, okay. Well, I'll get it. So I'm I'm already at a register. Little KB is up the you know ring it out. You know I'm starting to make her do a lot more stuff so she can get a little bit more independent because you know I kind of babied her for so long. So she started she had to ring it out and all that. She had to slide you know do all that things. I'm asking the lady, can you just put the item number in there and I'll run back and go grab it right? Like grab the rat. It's a big. It's heavy. I can't carry it out. I'm gonna need assistance. Mm-hmm. Well, you can just go ahead and go get it. I don't want to hold what? the line. You can type it in. I'll go grab scan it. scan it. Yeah. I had the whole picture, Shug. You have the whole number. You type right. it in. You can, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. So she wouldn't do it. Oh, go ahead and just go get it. I'll come with you. Did that, did that chick follow me to the area? Nope. Did she have get- customers? Did you have people behind you? That makes no she sense. That, that makes I would, that's no, no sense. sense. That's why I was trying to ask her, can you do this? So I was just a little irritated. I think I'm trying to work on my get calm faster. Patience. Yeah. Because so little Katie so laid back. She'd be like, and she know when I'm getting irritated. Good job. Mommy, Good job, okay. little Katie. Or mommy, is, you know, and I just be like, <laughs> you know. You be so, so angry and I be wanting your ass to calm down. They get on my nerves. People get on my nerves. And I had a little incident at work that I, I can't wait to tell y'all about. It was like my first microaggression. It probably is not my first microaggression. It's the first one I noticed. And 
I haven't been able to talk to my HR partner, but I think I'm going to go talk to the people directly. Okay. Yeah, because you know, I don't care about them. Well, I, don't care, I don't care about this situation. I'm at a it's intersection of wanting to walk away. Mm. And I don't, I don't give a shit no more. And when the bitch don't give a shit, it's time to go. It's time to move on. Yeah, when you get to that point, it's not. Yeah, it's time to go. And my 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 soul is not doing good with it, right? Like I'm I I thought about it last night. I said, I'm unhappy with this. Like I'm literally unhappy. Yeah. And um, and that's not good. I don't want to, I don't know that's no nothing is worth that to me. Nothing. That's a sign of you've been trying to push through for too long and now you're, you're at your breaking point. Yeah. Yeah. So I might be, you know, broken shit, but I'm going to be happy. You are not going to be broke. And then, I mean, that also dives into a conversation that I have with one of my homeboys because he was like, I'm surprised you haven't been shopping around because people are quitting jobs left and right i'm like i don't understand people out here with this covid economy but this is a good time like if you're looking for a job and you have a certain skill set you can come out like really well on the other side of this so you'll you'll land somewhere i have no doubt that you will be you'll be fine we ain't even gonna speak that into existence i'm the not same even way. worried but you know what should yeah. i know that's the truth because i'm not when I tell yeah. you I'm not worried about this shit. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a beautiful feeling in itself, right? I'm not, I'm not even worried about it, but I know I gotta go. I just need him to tell me where and when. Okay. I'm waiting for marching orders. So I'll in the meantime, you know. I'm gonna check a couple of bitches on my way out. All right. You anyway. know, sometimes KB, you can just like leave. You don't have to be destructive. No, you're not gonna be an angry black woman to me, though. You ain't, you know, they made a little comment, sugar, about oh, someone's scared. Everyone's scared to take the gift card from KB because we were playing this white elephant game, and they made the comment like three or four times, at least three times, and it was the VP and his admin, aka secretary. You know, like they like to be called administrative assistant. Right the goddamn secretary and but so why why would they single you out though that i have no clue i was quiet on the call i was actually on my phone on the zoom call because my daughter was getting her hair done her hair braided so mm-hmm. i'm in a shop right <laughs> like, okay yeah so it's a lot of noise it's i'm trying to like not move too much i'm actually on another call i'm on a ce hour continuing education credit thing listening into that so i'm actually doing two things not bothering nobody. What I was telling Elle is I think it stemmed from an email I had sent earlier that day saying I was having difficulty getting in contact with the VP, the VP to respond to me on, on this budget situation. And I think the admin must have been, went back and said something to him. She started, she got the party started, but I was going to finish that shit. But I, I closed out when she, at the end, and it was like, I guess people really are, uh, um, you know, afraid of, of KB. I said, it's not, it's not fear. It's love. Thanks guys. Love you too. And everybody like laughed. But the fact that you just kept saying this fear thing, you think I'm a bully. Do I walk in a room and seem like I'm a bully to you? Yeah. So that sounds like a deeper conversation needs to be had. I would definitely get HR involved just to cover your bases. Cause you don't want somebody to misconstrue something. And then it's a case of 
going back and forth. So just to cover your bases, make sure that you have somebody there who can act as a medium to kind of diffuse that because you don't want this whole he said, she said situation. And that just sounds, that sounds messy as hell. Oh, I want to go because HR, I asked her, um, I want to give her an update, like, you know, just to run it by her. She canceled my freaking all meeting. She didn't, she stood me up twice. Did she reschedule? No. And she was like, oh, you can go to Ask GSK. What the hell? You want me? Oh, you just want me to take this to the top? No, it sounds like you need to go to her boss. That's what it sounds like. It's time to elevate this. Okay. But anyway, how you doing, Sugar? I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's Well, you say I'm eating this big plate of spaghetti and y'all fat. I know y'all got something to say. I don't care. Well, um, I'm drinking. Oh yeah, what are y'all drinking? Because since you got that spaghetti, what what are y'all drinking? I'm drinking Coke. Y'all, I made my second batch of Coquito. This is like my new favorite drink at the holidays. Fantastic. And I made it stronger this time. Ill. Y'all, oh, y'all remember? Y'all remember at, at, what was that Thanksgiving? I don't know. They forgot the whole bananas and the whole banana pudding. <laughs> I'm glad. Who was that? Was that Doc that called it that was, out? Like, wait a minute, something. It was. She might, yeah. she might, wait, where are the bananas? I have it was just going to be, it was just going to be pudding, huh? We just going to eat pudding. pudding. And cookies. Pudding and cookies. It <laughs> was a good cookie, though. It was a good one. The chessmen. The chessmen. They fired. I'll moving. give you that. Yeah. What, what y'all drinking? So I have red I wine. Have, oh, I'm sorry. What do you have, Shug? I have sweet red wine to go with my spaghetti. That's a good I, one. I have rum and apple cider. Like bourbon rum from a distillery here in mm. Shout out to Cotton and Reed. Oh. Fancy, huh? Okay. Send me that info. I love tradition. a good I love a good rum. Send me that info. Well, so What's been going on, y'all? We haven't even like really been together since since Thanksgiving, since we did the World's AIDS Day episode. So I guess now we're we have to plan for the end of the year. A lot's been going on, like even in the past month. I'm gonna be honest, I really haven't been watching the news and keeping up with stuff, but I am happy to say that I did see that uh President Biden extended the student loan uh pause until May 1st. Oh, that must have just happened. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I so and I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. I'm not one of those people, or I was not one of those people who sort of took advantage and like paid down the principal of my student loans at the beginning of the pandemic. I kept that money, but I'm going to start now when January comes. I'm gonna start making my loan payments again so that I can pay down this principal. I never stopped paying my loan payments. So. Good for you, KB. That's amazing. Good for I you. Know. Is it? It is. Because honestly, like you, like it's good for you in the long run. Because first of all, we all know that when you pay these types of bills, like car payments, mortgages, the majority of your payment goes to interest. But because they pause the payments and they pause the interest accrual, like after you you're paying down initial your principal interest yeah you're paying down the principal so you'll have mm-hmm. your loan paid off sooner that's yep. amazing i just want somebody rich come in and um, do that but no i i agree that is nice because they were getting a lot of heat for that one right mm-hmm. they was getting a lot of heat and i think people asking the question about what the biden administration been doing as far as their promises that part that part 
And then that's also funny because where's Vice President um Harris? Like I kind of feel like she fell off the face of the earth. It was like I you know, with Charlemagne. She fighting with Charlemagne. But y'all hey, remember we didn't hear from Biden that much. I don't think the vice president has the role that we think that they have, right? Like no, they, they don't. don't, but I'm still like she's not as visible as you know, some I feel like some of the previous administrations have. Then, and I've also heard that there have been a number of people in her office who have quit their role. So I'm kind of like, you know, what's going on here? And I also hear she's not as happy with President Biden either. So what's going on with her and Charlemagne? So she was on Charlemagne's show and he basically was like, who's the president? Like, and I can't even remember the guy's name. This is a clip. And she ba- like he was basically like a Republican senator who's like blocking all of the things that Biden wants to do. And Kamala was like, no, no, no. We have a president and his name is Joe Biden. And the vice president's name is Kamala D. Harris. And she was like, you sound like a real Republican right now, Charlemagne. I'll send the clip to y'all. Yeah, Ooh. she went off on him. Wow. So Kevin McCarthy, because Kevin McCarthy is blocking a lot of stuff from the, I think, the House. And then yes. what's I the one that looked like a turtle? He's the one that's in the Senate. He blocks a lot, too. I can't think of his name. And then, you know, the the, the undercover Republican that's, that's posing as a Democrat out of what, Virginia, he, he and that other white lady are causing a lot of issues for the Democrats. So I think there's a lot of things that are happening, but I know you guys got that clip that I sent you from the Karen Hunter show where they kind of broke down this infrastructure bill, which I thought was actually really good because we do talk about a lot, a lot about what's not happening, but let's talk about what was happening. And I thought um, two things that I pulled out of that was, you know, looking at you know, subsidizing internet for those who can't get it, which of course is important for students that are still doing virtual learning in some capacity and just need to get online that probably couldn't get online before. So a part of that 1.2 trillion, I think it was 65 billion um, estimated that would go towards that along with bringing internet to rural areas, which was around 45 billion. And they named a couple other things, but I thought that interview was actually really good because when people were saying infrastructure, I only thought about roads and transportation. So I thought that was real good. Right. I'm sorry. I just want to make a quick correction. It's actually Joe Manchin. That's what Charlemagne said. Joe Manchin. Oh, yes. Joe Manchin yes. is the, the, the Democrat that I'm telling you. He's a Republican yes. that's okay. voting as a Democrat. That's the one. Okay. Because he said, I want to know who the real president of this country is. Is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? And then Kamala replied to him and said, come on, Charlemagne, come on. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican asking about whether or not he's president. I mean, it's a good question, though, on Real Talk, because Manchin got them doing what the hell he wants to do. And even with his infrastructure bill, he was supposed to have passed it. Because you remember that bill was supposed to be larger than $1.2 And Manchin was supposed to say he was going to do it, and he pulled out at the last minute. Just like a chick who was trying to catch up, like the chick who was going to kind of catch up, catch her NFL player, he pulled that. This is what I'm talking about. I hate you so goddamn much. <laughs> wait, she'll get wait, wait, she'll get what? Wait, oh, I'm you know that hold that be like, oh, I got me one, and then he pulled out. Oh, oh my 
my god. Baby, where the fuck did you get that from? Because I know your ass <laughs> didn't that up. It came to my head. It literally just popped in my head. I said, oh, that's like a whole with an NFL player who tried to get her, try, to, try to get chose. Oh my god, I hate you so much. Anyway, KB. That's a good one. That is a good <sighs> one. But even talking about roles, uh, since Suge came back on Facebook from her little hiatus, and I don't know why she had a hiatus from Facebook, but we don't talk about that later. Okay. So Suge apparently posted a picture that caused yeah. a little bit of controversy. So can you tell us about if, that? If, if Suge could just do this shit on our page. I just want Suge to do this shit on our page. Well, I will do that because actually... One of the guys that I'm friends with, he took it and he posted it in another group and it started some discussion. So basically, there was this toy at Target and on the back of the box is a baby doll. And on the back of the box is a little black boy holding the baby doll. So apparently this is causing a lot of controversy and I'm just kind of like, I don't understand what the issue is because I posted on my page and my caption said something to the effect of, so boys can have babies, but they can't take care of them the same way that, you know, it's frowned upon for little boys to have these cooking sets because cooking is some quote unquote, a, a woman's thing. Like, help me understand. So people started chiming in and some people were having comments to the effect of, you know, I don't encourage my sons to play with girl toys. Like girls should play with girl toys. Boys should play with boy toys. And I'm like, a toy is a toy. So I made the comment of, you know, I'm not going to go out and buy a doll for my son. If he asks for it, then fine, I will give it to him. I don't see anything wrong with that. But I feel like boys do need to be encouraged that, yes, you do need to learn how to cook. And yes, you also do need to take an active role in helping to raise your child. I don't see anything wrong with it. But, you know, what do y'all think? You want to hear what I think? Oh, so I yeah. guess your post. And yeah. I was, I understood where you were coming from, for sure. Like, right? Like, yeah, you should learn how to nurture a child and so forth. But I'm probably with you. I'm not going to go out and buy my pretend son a baby doll. I'm just not probably going to do that, right? If I saw one playing with a baby doll, would I? Mm, I, I wouldn't do that with a pot and pan set. Because I agree. I'm Maybe because I love a man cooking. I might be biased in that. I might encourage you to be cooking, but a baby doll, you know, it's more about dressing and, you know, playtime. It's imagination. So I get it. I, and maybe I've played into gender roles as well. Right. I think we all do to a certain extent. We all do. We think. I mean, yeah, we all do. To do. So I, I get it. I, I wouldn't bash people who say, I don't want my son to play with a baby doll. Like, I'm not going to bash you because I, I get it. We grew up in an era where that was just not acceptable. I think anything's acceptable these days, but I'm still on this millennial tip. So I ain't going to go for it. That's just me, though. True. I mean, and, so and I, that's fine. But yeah, go ahead, Elle. No, I was going to say, honestly, I feel the same way that both of you do. Like, I would not like voluntarily go out and get a doll for my pretend son unless it's something he asked for. I go and say, here, little Bobby, I got you a doll to play with. Right. I don't believe in pushing things off. I don't believe in pushing things off on like kids or people. So it's kind of like, if that's what you gravitate to, fine. But, um, you know, some people started going into this whole, 
they're trying to make black boys feminine and it's attack on masculinity and all this other type of stuff. And I'm like, you bring way too much into it, boo. Like, it's just, I see what you're saying, but I don't agree. Like, you yeah, just wanted to, he wanted to play with a doll. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that a doll will make you gay, right? Like, exactly. Make mm-hmm. that happen. Would you be softer? Possibly. Would you get your ass kicked on the street? Possibly. You know, but so. what, if you like a certain sex, I think you're just gonna like that sex. I don't think it'll turn you gay, but will I? Do I think it'll turn you soft? Yeah. So maybe it is attack on a little bit on the masculine side, but maybe you need that attack in some ways because, Shug, to your point. Men should be comfortable. I think when I, you know, when I was married and we had our first child, baby, I had him in everything. You hear me? It was one and two. It's two people here. It was not just me doing everything. I didn't believe in that. This is a partnership. Exactly. Everybody exactly. gonna do everything. And if y'all used to see him, he was right there changing diapers, feeding, exactly. and everything. Because yeah. I breastfed, but I pumped, so he could feed just like I can feed. So it was a shared experience. And do did my ex-husband play with dolls as a kid? No. So I also don't think that that's going to help that much, you know, for that case. Because mine was much raised as a very manly man from the South. I mean, from the bottom, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think that that dictates that in the future because I saw it from a masculine man. Yeah, I, I think well, I people still, read too much into it, but go ahead, Elle. Right, I was just going to say, I still feel like boys who grow, who play with dolls can still grow up to be masculine men. Like, I don't think that... Yeah, I don't think it means child, that they're feminine. Yeah, like, I don't think it's going to take away from their masculinity or their need to be a man. Can I say I'm feeling this drink? I'm really sorry. Like, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> well, and um, the same. Thank you, oh, God. I'm not alone. I, well, anyway, I, I was a little heavy-handed when I poured this beverage before we started recording. We're right. both drinking rum. It's great. Oh God! Can I also share something else with you all? Uh-oh. What? This gonna get inappropriate. Go. It's not. It's not gonna be inappropriate. But I think you all will be very proud of me, especially KB. So you know, I canceled my New York trip for Christmas. And my friend Kristen was supposed to come over and we were going to do Christmas here. So last weekend, I did brunch with some friends and we went to a dispensary and I bought some edibles for me and Kristen to have for Christmas. Wait a minute. Oh, wait, wait a minute. What? Okay, when you take yours, I'll take mine and then we'll just be together. And I what was going to take one before the show, but I was like, I don't really know how that's going to work. So let me, let me wait to see how I react. Always do a half to start. But anyway. Okay. Well, well, wait a minute. Speaking of boys and babies and edibles, have, y'all, edibles. Been watching, have y'all been watching Insecure? Hell, you have been watching Insecure. <laughs> they listen, Insecure just got good on episode nine. It did. It, it just, just got, got good. It's only what one more left one episode yeah. left right so i'm like what what is happening but i'm like i'm here for the molly and torian relationship i am I'm really, I'm them. It's I'm like really finally, mad like yes hey molly finally but like i'm you really finally mad. let your car down and you let this man in but why did he it was, take us so long to get to know him? Like, but he was I, an ass. He he showed off as, as 
she he you was. know so I, but it was nice because look how it ended up turning out for them right so yeah I love that story I am not here for the comeback of old boy of Lawrence of Martin Lawrence Lawrence, no, Martin Lawrence to come back and you know what I think let me be honest I think because I know who he married to in real life that's definitely playing oh, into my me. thought because I'm mm-hmm. like oh you don't want no black woman for real go sit your ass down yeah. so oh I, god had I probably not known that, I probably would be like, oh, well, maybe. But no. I just feel like taking, no. I mean, and that's also to that other show, Harlem. Like, sometimes I do feel like you got to let things go when it, it when, when, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, not it's sometimes, I feel like things shouldn't be difficult. It shouldn't be hard. Right. And if we have to keep doing this circle. Right. Like, something ain't, ain't meant to be. That's just my thoughts. I'm team Nathan all the way. I love I really like really Nathan kinda, though. You don't like him? I don't like I don't him think, with Issa. I don't like them together. No. Yeah. I don't I don't think their their chemistry is off. Like I think they're really good friends, but I don't think he's Issa it. is chemistry is off with everybody. She but, no, no, but no, it's not. Issa's no. chemistry when she and Lawrence reconnected, yes, that they felt were very point. real. That yes. felt very real. Her and Nathan are just awkward as fuck to me. Like that but just seems truth, like she's with him because she can't be by herself. But and truth be told, that brings up a very good point. L, I feel like Issa does not deserve Nathan. Mm-hmm. I feel like she she does not deserve. I like him. The, I like that said because yes, yeah. Issa is so swish and swappy and mm-hmm. floppy. You know, he's the one yeah. that I know for bipolar disorder, but she don't know what the hell she wants. I agree. Exactly. With that. Now, I'll ride with that statement, Shug. I'll mm-hmm. go with that one. Yeah. She, she does Lawrence. not deserve Nathan. She does not deserve Nathan. Thank right. you. Right. She does not deserve Nathan. But let me tell you what I don't like about Lawrence. Lawrence does not, he's not assertive. So no, I'm going to say he's a pushover. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll sit back and he'll let things happen, and it's like he doesn't take action until somebody else points out something to him, and I don't like that about him. Because I'm like, if you really love this girl, you would have been in her face. It wouldn't have to take somebody calling you out on that. Yeah, it wouldn't take somebody. And then also, it was the wrong time. Like, don't do that at that party, and you saw that she was there with her boyfriend. Like, that was not like that whole situation was not cool, and she was trying to walk away. So I had a problem with with that. But anyway, so KB, as you mentioned, I'm so happy y'all watched Harlem. So what did y'all think? I finished it. I loved it. But wait, can I say something? Can I say something? Can I say something? So first of all, who is, what is Tyler Lepley's character? Um, Is it Sean? It's not Sean. What's that boy's name? Shug. Oh, damn. In any event, what boy? So Camille's ex. I don't know. I do know he's fine though. Well, he of course he's fine. But in any event, he is wrong as fuck because he should not have told her that she that he was still in love with her. Well, first of all, actually, no, let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back up. He could have told her that, but this is what I don't understand about fucking men. Okay. Put it you out there. Up. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get my work together. <laughs> I told you I'm a little inebriated already. So listen. Clearly. So the issue is, is that if you are still in love with this person, why get engaged to somebody else? Like, I don't understand that shit. And niggas do that shit in real life. 
Like, because so basically you're just willing to settle. Like, why don't you go back and get your girl? Like, God did. And Laura's is the other example. Like, it's, because like, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Let me tell you something. So when I was in Korea, I stumbled across this book called Men Don't Heal, We Hope. And that's what they do. They don't take the time out to really go within. Yeah, I mean, it was, it really broke it down. Like they don't take the time. You know how like when we break up, we cry on our girlfriends. We might go to therapy. We do all of this stuff. Men don't do that. Men in media is like, well, fuck that bitch. Let me go find somebody else. And then they jump into a situation that they're not ready for. And it causes like this string of broken hearts. And it's until they really sit down and do the work on themselves that they really start making progress on where they need to be. If they do that, some men just be hoes for their whole life. But that's what I'm saying. Like, be a hoe. Like, why do you have to not only get into a relationship, but also like go marry and propose to somebody else like just be a hoe and be fine with that that's what i don't understand i don't get but it. they also have a fear of being alone too they have a, they have well, that fear so that it's like true. i don't want to be it's like i don't want to be tied down and all of that but at the same time i'm getting old and i don't want to be alone so i feel like women get better as they get older but i feel like men when they get old they don't know how to do anything like you got to make doctor's appointments. You got to run behind them. Like, did you do this? And da, 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 da. And then that's when they start to realize I wasted my life and I should have done some things differently. Well, we all know that the life expectancy of men increases once they get married. And for us women, our life expectancy decreases. Because that shit is stressful. You know how stressful of being a wife and a mother and all that shit is? Yeah. I'm like, so that's I mean, why I when I can't, I can't speak to it from experience, but I know you are. But can. no, I mean, but like if so you, you tell watch... me I dodged a bullet. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying you would be able to say whether or not you feel like that was true. No, I think it's well, I, I think it that might be true at certain stages in life. Mm-hmm. Because I think initially it was very hard, especially having a young child and divorcing. Mm-hmm. You know, that was not I think I took some years off my life like I think I look a little older today because of this stuff that I you know just working hard and just you still want your child to have the same exact life that you had before and you don't want yeah. to pain. so I think it puts a lot of stress on you just being single and maybe it's, it's different for a divorcee right than someone who has never been married versus someone who is who is married because I think it mm-hmm. adds another layer on, if that makes sense. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll say that. Okay. So you want my thoughts on Harlem? Because I wrote yes. that. Because yes, I was, did. Y'all, I binge watched that show in one day. It was that and good. Yes. It was no, really it's not good. that good. Nope. Yeah, we don't funny. like it. You no, didn't like it? I no. loved it. I felt like, and I'm going to be open and real. I felt like overall, it was such a stereotypical show. They had key moments in there that you could really relate to, like, oh, you got Black writers in the room, right? Like, I think it was certain points I was like, yep, yep, yep. Like, okay, here we go. Let's go. But then it was those moments of, and I'll, I'll get one example where they talked, you remember that, um, that scene, y'all, when the Karen was showing out at the play? 
Yes, girl. Right. And that was something we all can identify with. Yeah. And having mm-hmm. to apologize. And when they did the scene where when she was she her out, but yeah. it's really fake. But I thought that piece, and it made me think about this article we just read um, at work, a subgroup of us, and it's called uh, Being Black in, a, in Corporate America. So if you guys want to Google that, check that article out. It was published in 2019, but one of the comments that was captured in this article says, Black people are seen as incompetent and have to prove that they are extraordinary. And that also made me think about the main character in the, being the professor at this white college. And she Camille. talked about that, right? Like she made a mention and that that quote came to my mind when she was like, I'm up here doing all this to try to prove myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like every black woman can, can relate to this. Any black person can relate to this. But some key areas that I had major issues with, you know, definitely in the opening where they're on the train and they talk about not that many black successful women have options to choose from. I, I want to know the statistics on that. Like, maybe we just not coming across them, but I don't want us to continue in this, this thing of there not being black men available and us having to quote unquote, lower our standards. Is money our only standard? Is money in the educational level our only standard? Because there's a man out here just doing major shit that don't have to be making a bank or have the same degrees that we have. I'll let you interject at this point. I see you want, you know, and I'll keep going. Thank you. No, I just want to say, I think it's less about having Black men available and more about how men in general see us. And this was also talked about- That's not what they said on the show, though. They made it- No, 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 no. It is. Because there was, no, because there is a scene where, and I think it's the episode titled The Strong Black Woman. And at the beginning of the episode, they talk about how white women are seen as beautiful. There's this Mm, air of femininity mm -hmm. around them and how they are desired and how black women are viewed as the workers. The meal. Mm -hmm. Yes. And how how people view us and see us. Like we are not viewed or wanted for our femininity or Right. right, for Mm -mm. our sexual are nope. being sexually desirable we're wanted for how hard we, we work, work. Yep. no i, I get that. that that's not the scene that i'm talking about they were specifically uh-huh. talking about black men not being available on the bus on the train oh that, yeah at the beginning had a problem right. the first episode the first well, episode Yes, I remember. You are correct. So that's no, I that's what I'm saying those other points. Yes, what you just said for sure. We are seen like that, right? We're not. And, and we have to stop painting ourselves in the lights too. I think we add a lot of that pressure to ourselves too cuz we know those things and we we continue to say those things and so we start to believe that shit too. But I also think that's a fear of failure because it's like you have those expectations kind of like that article you were going back to is like you have to be extraordinary you know the magical negro like you make it happen like you are and you know you unconsciously are trying to live up to that because it's like okay if you're working in corporate america depending on where you're working you might be the only one you know what i'm saying so it's like you kind of want to set that expectation it's like you don't want to go in there like oh well you know Sugar ain't finished that report. You know how those black people are. You know, they're lazy. They don't do da-da-da-da-da. So it's like you try to be on top of your stuff. And I mean, so it's kind of like 
because we can't go in the office and cry. You know what I'm saying? Like if we're frustrated or we're feeling some type of way, the same way that that white girl went in there, she shed those crocodile tears and everybody was around her. We can't do that because then it's like, oh my God, what the hell is wrong with Suge? But, like, but can we? I think we, we, no, we, can we can't. No, let's reimagine this though. Let's reimagine this. Mm-mm. Let's reimagine this as we can do the same bullshit they do. Mm, I think can. that's what we've done. We put so much pressure on ourselves, even from working. We work twice as hard. The article talked about that. They had the quote in there about us having to work twice as hard. We all know that, you know. But why do we do that? Stop doing that shit. No, Those motherfuckers I, be strategic as shit and know how to get in front of the right people. I, we, we gotta start moving differently. How we I gonna have, free ourselves? How that shit gonna work us working twice as hard? How that's gonna free us? I have cried at work and it's just like no sympathy. Whereas, you know, I'll call her name. Elizabeth. But do you need the sympathy or do you need whatever that needs to happen to happen? What I needed was I needed my boss to stand up for me. I needed him to hear me and I needed him to understand where I was coming from. And it was just like, you need to get yourself together. Whereas Elizabeth can go in there and she's coddled and it's, what do you need? And da 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 da. The call happens well why the fuck elizabeth do the same thing and y'all seem like y'all moving but, but, when I here, had but here's here's the thing so yes i can take that to hr and hr is not going to back me so that's another reason why it's like i don't like going to hr because i feel like people are like oh well hr is here to support you no hr is here to no, support HR the not here to us. that's why y'all right. like bring hr in fuck hr no Honestly, <laughs> you don't give a shit Shit look different. I mean, right. But even still, you want that on record that this mofo was here. They heard what I said. So that way nothing can be misconstrued as to, oh, well, she said and they're going to believe her over you. But um, no. So, I mean, it's just we, unfortunately, we are held to a different standard. And I feel like until. We got to break that. We have to break that. But but KB, though, it's not up to us because we're not the That part. We're not in power. This is how we respond. If we stop allowing this to be. We're the minority, though, KB. We're the minority. We didn't set the standard. Minority doesn't mean that we have to be. So whatever, no, until we become the majority. Wait, y'all. How y'all gonna say black this and black that, but you feel like you got no power because you're a minority? That's what you're saying. No, 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 no. I'm not saying I'm not saying that we don't have power. What I'm saying is is that you can't make a change because we the minority. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is is that it's not up to us to change that view because we are not the ones responsible for setting it up. Right. Just like I we just like a I remember a conversation with we that I had with my it. dad. Wait, yeah. should wait a second, wait a second. Like I remember a conversation I had with my dad a few years ago. And we were talking about the end of slavery. You and your and dad are stubborn. Him, I don't even know if I want to hear this conversation. <laughs> shut up, KB, and just listen to what the fuck I gotta say. So in any event, what I said to him was, was that just because slavery ended does not mean that the view of the enslaved did. Meaning that just, listen, meaning know that, that slavery was over. What? We know that. that but KB, that's the same thing though. It's not, the, it's, I'm not telling it's you to look concept. how the other, it's you're the missing, same concept. you're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm not saying they not thinking that way or they not moving that way. 
But I'm asking you to think about how you're moving, not how they move. You can't control nobody. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. They're going to think what they're going to think. But when we put the pressure on ourselves, how does that free us? I just want us to sit in that. It doesn't. So if I feel like- It doesn't. So then why are we continuing to do it? If I'm not getting what I need, then I leave. I left that company. That was part of the reason why I left. And look, the article talked about that, Shug, and it was so funny because I was thinking about us, you know, how a lot of Black people are moving to smaller companies instead of the big, you know, Fortune 500 companies. They can feel heard. They can have X, Y, and Z. What are, how does it free up? If it doesn't free us, we need to go. That's all I'm saying. You can't control what that person do. You can't control how that person react. You only can control what you're doing and how you move it. That's it. So I think Harlem, for me, added a lot of different pieces because I thought about a lot of things. I think the scene like has so many Black women with white men and white women. That was like so like pushed. I think the gay agenda was so... I don't know how many gay, like, I just don't know how many people coming across you like that, that's that many gay people. Like, it was almost, I, I was like, is Leela Waif, did she, is this her show? Whose show is this? So KB, can I tell you something? Can I tell you a secret? No. Leela <laughs> or Lena. So first of all, that's Leela is not even her name. Lena. Lena Waif is not the only lesbian woman of color that works in television did i say that no but that's what i feel like that's what you're trying to imply. that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying lila lena way is like the biggest one at this point who makes the most shows so i'm just asking but, if yeah, somebody, this, but who's behind the show? show i just can you answer that to me does it who's matter behind? does it, it matter who's behind the show it doesn't matter but it, it tells me so much I, I mean i can guess who's behind it like the agenda was like strong. It was like what agenda. I didn't feel like there was a gay agenda. It was a gay agenda, dog. What was the and gay I, agenda? I, and I think maybe in a, and I have sympathy for it, right? Because I remember this one guy told me he didn't tell me. I was listening to something, and he said, "You all as heterosexual have always had on your TV screens male and female. Like you've been able to see yourselves on TV. We haven't been able to see ourselves on TV." So as I'm watching this, I'm thinking about that comment and it it does make you have empathy to say this is an opportunity for them to see themselves on TV. But when everybody ends up being gay, like you got the one friend that's already gay, then you got the other one that's starting to be curious and she ends up wanting to try it out. It was just, it was just a lot of it. And I was just like, well, what are we what are we saying? Because do we come in contact with that many people in an average day that are like this? I don't know. I, I just I didn't like that. Um, I think the need for searching for a man and that being such an emphasis of the show. I think the career thing was, too, which is prominent in black women. Right. We care about our careers. But I think the searching for a woman thing was a little much. I mean, searching for a man thing was a little much or searching for somebody. I thought the barbershop scene, I had already heard it. Before I watched Harlem, I heard about that barbershop scene and how they had gotten backlash. You know, they was like making it like black men talk like that in barbershops and a lot of times they don't. I can't comment because I don't sit in barbershops. But how will we know that? Yeah, because we, we're we not in those spaces. 
I'm not right. in those spaces, so I can't yeah. comment either way. Would I have put that on TV that way? No, but this is a larger agenda. So I think that piece kind of bothered me because I'm like, well, why would you show that as, as your symbol of black men in bar in barbershop? Because if there's a white person who had never seen black people, and that's the that's the show that you want to show, that's the card you want to hand. Go ahead. But why are we putting the representation of all black people on one show? On one show. Yeah. Because now we're doing the same thing that white people do to us. We ain't got enough of them. That's why. We do have black shows though. There are there are a number. Now I will say that, you know, we definitely have more shows with black main characters. Than we did years. Than we did ten years ago. Well, we so were now. Now, 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 now we're still playing catch up. I mean, I don't want right, to. But my right, but my is, of the white people. But I'm just saying. But KB, we're going to forever be playing catch up until we become the majority in the country, and we're not like Latinos exactly. are. Yeah, Latinos are the largest minority group. But until there in are this more. Country. Right, until there are more races that catch up, if we ever catch up, you know, I think we will, but, um, and maybe we'll see it during our lifetime, we don't know. But until there are more of us, this is just what it is. I don't think that's just what it is. I think that it don't even have to be Black people in a majority spot. I think when we, we'll start seeing somewhat of a shift, possibly when you have more people of color. And I'm saying, people and I'm, I'm here for people. that. You have more people of color where? I'm sorry, you have more people of color where? What you mean? Well, you said you you said that we will start to see a shift when we start seeing more people of color. When we see more as the majority, if once oh, okay. people of color become the majority, which is expected to happen in the next twenty to twenty five years, right? I think. Well, do like, you mean black people are like all no people of color? Person. So that that goes Asian, black, right? people, Asian, Hispanic, Hispanic. Asian, that goes everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, possibly, because some of them are not for us, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think I've seen a shift, and I don't know if y'all can comment. I mean, L, you in a different situation because you're in education, but for Sugar and I in corporate with seeing whole, how this whole George Floyd thing and people look at policies, uh-huh. everybody is getting lifted at this point. It's not just Black people. So that's why I say we, it's a possibility, because once you lift up and start looking at one, you're going to start looking at the rest. All of them people don't be for black people though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you don't know if that's how it's gonna turn out, but I, I don't know. So I think for Harlem for me, it has some lessons in there. I think the heavy, you know, somebody said on Facebook, one of our, my my Facebook friends had made a comment about this being like a remake of insert um what was insecure of who? Sex in the City. They really thought like really? this was a remake of Sex in the City. It was like, oh, wait till you see. You're going to know who Carrie Bradshaw. And I'm like watching it and like trying to think about it. Like, well, the stylish one, she wasn't really the main wow. character. Like, I couldn't. No. Let me tell you, Megan Good, to me, I can't believe anything. She doesn't seem smart to me. I'm a, I, And I know that that doesn't. I know I'm unpopular. <laughs> I think the girl's a fucking idiot. And I think that 
her big ass lips that they I don't know if them real or not. Like I've they never like those are her lips. Yes, she's I've always never been a Megan you a fan. She has had big lips since East Bayou. Since she East Bayou, yes. Did she get them in East Bayou? Did she get them? No, she always had big lips since she was a teenager. Don't do that, KB. I can't believe anything that like I was like the whole time. Oh, this I this is not even believable that these words are coming out of her mouth. The words that were coming out of her mouth were excellent. But I couldn't, it wasn't believable me for me because it was coming out of her mouth. Now, again, I'm probably the only one who thinks this, but I'm okay with standing in that. Oh, I'm God. <laughs> to me, she plays a better airhead. Oh, my God. Okay, let's let's move on because <laughs> wait, different, all right. Well, different iterations really, of, of really quick. But since KD brought up Sex in the Sea. <laughs> Have y'all watched the reboot? What do y'all yes, think? I've, yes. caught up. I've caught up since y'all basically. I just we were going. We were going to be your no, ass, no, no, no. girl. Yeah. No, no, no. I want to share with our listeners. Basically, Shug and KB bullied me and said that we're going to talk about Sex in the City or just yes, and are. just like that today I, I, on the show. So you need to catch up. You better catch we're up. Spoil. I only co-signed the message that Shug put in. I didn't say I put it out there. But I you, laugh, there. But you didn't stand up for me, KB. You didn't was, say, you know what? Elle has been working her ass off and going into that school building every single goddamn day. And has been going to sleep on it, the motherfucking couch at 7 30, 8 o'clock because she's so tired home. and exhausted. We trying to move up. Stop cursing. Whatever. No, that was for the event that we had to do with the sorority. Back to the regular scheduled program. Hmm. Anyway. I'm all the way caught the fuck up. Now we Thank you. Well, I guess the no curse thing. (laughs) I'll tell y'all the whole episode too, y'all. I cried that whole episode. I couldn't stop. Girl! Girl! And I don't even like him like that. I never really cared for him like that. Are you serious? Mm-mm. But that was so but funny. You know, somebody at the really funeral. The but listen, that was so funny at the funeral. Like, cause you know somebody at a funeral say some shit like that. But like, oh, so we just gonna forget he treated her like crap. Like we gonna forget that exactly. I just that was a great line. <laughs> cause That's I forgot. True. He I treated forgot. her like he treated her like trash, and she signed up for it every fucking time. I loved Aiden. I really, really did. But I also feel like that Carrie and Aiden situation is that whole Issa Nathan situation all over again like you don't and, deserve that man what's the two characters in Harlem because I ain't like how she doing she has Megan Good has such a great and guy I'm gonna step the other one give me a second yeah she has such a great guy now and now you finna fuck the club up you know what I'm saying like that man don't Megan Good don't deserve that man. That's what I'm gonna say to that one too. Ian, that's his name. Ian and Sean, or no, Jameson. Yes. Ian and Jameson. I like Jameson, and I think that's the same thing too. Megan I did Good too. does not deserve Jameson. That's what I'm gonna say. So back to big go. But yeah, See, I was say back to big go. But then that's on you, girl, to talk about big. Wait, but I'm but like traumatized. Big. I'm traumatized because I was like. We waited 10 years for this to come back and y'all killed this nigga in the first episode? Oh, like, that's what we, well, girl, they stopped dropping real life. Wasn't nobody fucking with Peloton. <laughs> they they stopped, no, they stopped stop went down. They, lost they, stopped, stop. they stopped went down. So in reaction to that, what they did was they recorded a commercial with Chris Knott, 
who plays big on the show, but they had to pull it because in real life, there were allegations of sexual harassment from the actor. So they pulled the commercial and now he's facing sexual harassment allegations. Sure. That's Are why, that is why I wanted you to watch it, um, L, because I needed to talk about that. Yes. Are you it's, for real? No, I'm that, serious. Wait, back up. He got a sexual harassment case on him? Yes. So there were two women that came forward who said, and this was like years ago, like back oh, in 2005, 2012, that he did like some inappropriate things with them. But again, you know, KB, because we talked about this with the whole Me Too and you know how some women wait until whenever to come out with whatever happened. But that's exactly what happened to him. But L, that's why I needed you to watch it so that I could talk about it. Cause I'm like, I can't spoil it for you. I can't talk about it without you having watching the show first. Okay, fine. Well, first of <laughs> all, I already knew about what happened in the first episode. Is KB dead? Like, is she asleep? Like, I think she froze. On? I think oh. she froze. So like, basically, <laughs> my coworker, who I love dearly, like basically ruined the first episode for me. So are you serious? Yeah, and I was like, really, ma'am? I'm not going to say her name, but really? But yeah, she ruined no. it for me. So I already knew what happened in the first episode. So, But so yeah, why. but when I was watching it, when I say my heart dropped, like, I, and that's why I was like, have y'all watched it? Because I legit cried. So you know the song that was playing um, when he pulled out the record and all of that. I love the yes. remake of that by the Isley Brothers. I cannot listen to that song anymore without That's tearing good. up. I cannot listen to it anymore. And I'm like, I really did not like Mr. Big for real. Like, I love them together because they're like a quote unquote iconic couple. But in real yeah. life, he was trash. But then also, too, I feel like Carrie's trash. Yeah. Going back and looking at all the episodes, I feel like Carrie was not, she's not fabulous. She has a nice wardrobe every now and then, but um, yeah, I don't like her. I don't think I could be friends with her in real life. No, but you know who I do like on the show? I like her. I like her character and the dynamic she has with Charlotte is Nicole Ari Parker. Yes. I just love Nicole Ari Parker. Like she can do no wrong in my eyes. How about I just looked her up today and I did not realize she's 51 years old. Yes. And you know what she also said earlier to kind of KB's point when she was talking about getting older and I kind of wanted to make this uh, comment too. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I, when we were talking about like sexual desirability and being attractive or whatever, the older we get, like Mm -hmm. I definitely feel sexier and more attractive at 39 than I did at 29. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because as a woman, I've, as I've gotten older, I'm more comfortable in myself. Absolutely. More comfortable with myself and like growing into my womanhood. But yeah, I definitely feel more sexually desirable now than I did when I was younger. And then also, I think for me, it, it depends, but I will say I'm more comfortable with my sexuality now than I was back then. But I also think that that a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, we reach our peak at 40. We peak 
later in life. Because, you know, Boo was telling me, he was like, you know, last time we saw each other, it was like, I don't know if I can keep up with her. Because I'm like, yeah, y'all peak at like 18. And I'm like, no, like, it's go time. And then I also think, especially if you haven't had a child by now, all of that is starting to come into play. So, you know, mm-hmm. you want it more often and as often as you can can get it but I think for me like getting older because now I notice things more like I feel like I have a double chin so I I pay attention (laughs) I do I pay attention to stuff like that now I have more gray hair and I also I like I see changes in my face so I definitely see signs of aging so it just all depends on I guess what day you catch me and how I'm feeling at the moment. And then also I have a pimple on my face right now. So I never had to deal with that when I was a teenager. But now, you know, my hormones are changing. So I'm more prone to breakouts and I got braces. So now I feel like I'm a little more self-aware than I was when I was younger, which is interesting. So Mm interesting. that is interesting. I'll put it out there. Like now I'm more open to, and I think we've talked about this. There are a couple of sex clubs around the Baltimore area. So I I, know. yeah, I'm willing to explore Wait, that. How did we get here? Can somebody remind me how we got here? I'm sorry. Because we were talking about like, be like, I kind of started off talking about how like the older I get, the more sexually attractive I feel and the more comfortable okay. I feel in my womanhood. And should agree with me. And I think the older that you you get, the less of a damn you give. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're younger, you're still kind of self-conscious and finding your way and you don't want to be the odd one out. So you might go along with some stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable only because you're like, well, I want to be with my friends or whatever. But now I'm quick to tell y'all, I'm tired. I got to go home. I need a nap. I need to... Or, you know, this isn't working for me. So you're more comfortable with speaking up about, I like this, I don't like that. Whereas when you're younger, I feel like you kind of fall mm-hmm. back and you put up with more stuff than you do when, you know, you're older. Facts. So do you feel sexier in your older age, KB? No, because I feel like I'm fat as fuck. But no, um, <laughs> I think the comfortable thing, definitely, right? I think because my sprout of being free came at an old age anyway. Because you got to remember, I kind of got married right out of college and, you know, yeah, did you the whole family thing. Yeah, you were. Yeah, baby. so I didn't get the little, you know, time. So I think the only reason it's a freeing situation now is because I'm older and I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not in a relationship. So now I don't know about feelings sexier but yeah I feel like I can tell bitches what I want to tell them and do what the hell I want to do and move how I want to move and I think that's freeing in itself but I'm probably always going to be a little bit more conservative a little bit more you know whatever you call it that not well well, you're coming to the the sex club with us because women can get in we can get in I'm not You're coming. She's not gonna come, and I don't want KB to blow my high. So no, well, we take no. me back to Philadelphia. I mean, but here's the thing: you don't have to participate. You can just watch. 
She's not it's a just, lawyer. I'm, She'll punch I'm her curious. I want to see. Like, I, I mean, if I see something that piques my interest, then maybe I'll participate. But I'm like, really, like, wait, what are y'all? But you went to hedonism. Wait a minute. Girl, no, 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 no. That's completely oh, okay. Yeah, explain that. The, put that out there. Explain. So that. first of all, so first of all, KB only went because it was somebody's birthday trip. Number one. Oh. Number two, she did not have to engage or like view anything. She could go back to her room if she didn't want to see nothing. If we take her to a sex club, she the only place she can go is outside. So no, I would have been, I would have been all over the island, like watching all kinds of, like, yeah. <laughs> right? like, oh, what y'all doing? Right? Like, what y'all got going on? Exactly. Like, what are you going to put that at? Look, where are you going to put that at? I would have exactly. been topless on the beach by the pool. Yes. Right. What a, yeah. We're like, oh, okay. This was y'all. Like, do y'all see this? Like, okay. Right. If yeah. I had a fresh wax, I might have even been naked. Just saying. Oh my lord! I'm just saying. So, what are y'all doing for the holidays? Like the holidays are upon us. Like, what's go? What are y'all doing for Christmas and New Year's? Not a fucking thing. Like, let me are you reiterate. Not going to city winery anymore? Let me reiterate. So, no. So for Christmas, I am Netflix and chilling. So there are a bunch of TV shows and movies and things that I have not seen. Because I haven't had the time. So this week is sleeping, eating, fucking, and um, catching up on. <laughs> catching up on. That sounds really great. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> but, oh my God. Yeah. But no, I'm still going to City Winery for New Year's Eve. But this next week is all about taking my rest because I feel like I've been on the go like ever since the year and then the past couple of months has been a lot like with friends dying family dying so it's just like I feel like I can unwind and just be instead of I gotta do this I gotta do I gotta go to work I gotta do da 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 Yes. So can I share with our listeners and with KB how Suge is taking her boo to our spot and I don't know how I feel about that. I just want to put that out there. I want to go Wait a minute. I gave up a concert man, ticket. I'm with you. I gave up a concert ticket so you could go with your boo. So how about that? So he's not my boo, mm. but you oh. did give up a ticket. But we going to speak that into existence. That's different. But first of all, that's different because how is that different? You, because you stepped back <laughs> and you voluntarily gave that ticket up. I didn't give up my seat. I was never even offered the seat or the place or the time to go. I just want to put that out there. You wait. You didn't offer to have anybody else go to see. Oh, um, Dave we still Chappelle. talking about Chappelle? So what, wait, we, what we talking about here? <laughs> Is we still no, 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 no. Wait, wait, still, I got this one for you. Hey, Chug, I got you. So wait, you didn't. You it's heard on the a whole episode. You and I had a no. Wait, we had a whole conversation, and I said. Dave Chappelle is one of my favorites. You got off that goddamn call and proceeded to book on a trip, uh, uh, you know, to see Dave Chappelle. And did your message any of us? So first Perfect of all, bitch. go first of all, go enjoy yourself, Shug. Shug, enjoy yourself. <laughs> Next, first of all, it you was not a trip. Fuck. <laughs> Girl, I'm here, I can't be, can't be, kiss my ass. And first of all, it was not a trip. <laughs> 
But wait, listeners, let's also talk about how me trying to make amends with KB gave her a mask that I got at the show <laughs> and that host snatched it out of my goddamn hand. It was so, ugly, <laughs> so unappreciative, her rude ass. Let's talk about that. Now, I tried to make things right and her ass still got a nasty attitude. Listeners. Hmm. Would you want to go to the show or you want to wear a face mask? I just want be to ask glad, be glad I thought about your old trifling uh, selfish behind and brought something back what? to you. You had, you ain't think about that at the show for me. I did you because I got, got two. Oh, you have a no, no, because I got two when they were giving everybody else one. I was like, excuse me, can I have two? Because my friend is upset. I did not ask her to come with me. Now. Okay. That does not equate to me being whatever, nigga. I just want we to say leaving, that we leaving the Dave Chappelle shit in 2021. That's what I'm gonna tell you. We leaving well, y'all, <laughs> y'all go ahead and do y'all back and forth because now that y'all arguing like old women, I'm back to my regularly scheduled program of cleaning up no, my no, whole no. house from top to bottom. All right, go no, ahead. No, it's time. No, it's time to wrap this up. Well, no, KB, what you doing for our holiday? See, well, we, damn, got thank you. we got all off topic. So, I'm sorry, what did you say? We, we we are all well shit, y'all talking about being free and joyous. I don't know what y'all talking about. Anyway, I was having some technical issues, but thank you, I'm back. But listen, I am celebrating Christmas here in Philly. It's gonna be just my daughter and I. We did not make the trip down south this year. Ticket prices were stupid and I just refused to pay them. So we're here and we do celebrate Kwanzaa. So we'll be celebrating Kwanzaa as well. And just, you know, just taking time to clean the house. And my cleaner was supposed to come today. She did not. Her time of her car broke down. I don't need excuses. Excuses hit on. And so I'm just not really into wanting to clean this house. And so we'll see what happens. I'm going to straighten up. And, you know, the whole little thing about not going into the New Year's with nothing. So I'm going to have everything cleaned up before that New Year's hit. And so that's one of my focus areas. But just going to try to enjoy Christmas, try to enjoy you know, Kwanzaa, we didn't do a great job at Kwanzaa last year, but I'm going to really try to get my daughter um, involved this year with Kwanzaa and just thinking about the next steps in my career and how I want to proceed from a love life standpoint. Girl, I got one crazy um, DM of me right now oh. in Instagram. I think I got to block this nigga. I'm, oh, I said I wasn't going to say nigga. Oh, that's another word. Y'all hold me to it. I'm not, I'm not using the word in no more. I'm and not going to help you because I'm so, still going to say it.
Excellent. So on Christmas Day, I will be here solo dolo. Um, unfortunately, though, I had a death in my family. So I'll be traveling to South Carolina the day after Christmas. Um, I was thinking about actually taking some time to go to South Carolina anyway to visit my parents' graves. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to go. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to like chill out and like really relax. And then my uncle passed. So I was like, well, maybe I do need to go to South Carolina. So I'll be there for a few days, taking myself on a little road trip. Um, and then New Year's, I will most likely be solo dolo, even though I will admit that there are some men who are in rotation. Um, but yeah, I'll probably be by myself. Well, I'll be in the house. I won't be out in the city. One time for the rotation, I have no rotation going on. I decided I to stop having like two years. That is hard um, to believe, KB, because you be getting all the gifts and all the trips. But that's why. That's- but you know what? But sure, I woke up and I, I think I was talking to somebody else about this, but I woke up on that 40th birthday and was like, I have no gifts. I have no You're talking to me. Talking what to is me this? Okay, there it goes. I know I'm talking to somebody. And I was like, you know, <laughs> I think I'm done with having meaningless relationships. Like, okay, I cut everybody off. Like, I have some that's trying to slide back, but I'm really, like, not having it. And I'm very proud of myself. Like, I'm just not. I've, I've done that. I've had fun. Listen, I had a great five years. You hear me? From 35 to 40, I done had some great times and some great gifts. And some great all of that, but I'm I'm I think I'm signing off from that. And so, yeah, I have no rotation right now. Like I said, I got one crazy in the DM that I'm gonna get rid of. I'm gonna block him. You know, talking about he loved me. You don't been talking to me over DM for a month. Really? He loves you. You're crazy. Listen, the lies. Because you know how many other people is you telling that? You know what I'm saying? So. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't, I don't. I don't know, know KB. Like you be do you do be having mofo sprung out and you don't give head. I think you got a golden pussy. You just don't. You ain't shit. The recipe. But he ain't even been around it. But still, he ain't even been around it. Like if he be been know. around it, then maybe I'd accept that. I think you got that Erica Badu thing going on. Just, like it's right. just unexplained. It's about her aura. <laughs> the That's essence. Exactly. What I was gonna say. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly well that ain't gonna work no more so guess what <laughs> i'm keeping it moving but yeah i'm i'm clearing out so i'm happy to hear that you have a rotation i'm gonna live vicariously through you so keep me posted on what's happening with the rotation absolutely so for our dope gifted okay. in black segment we are highlighting patricia kingori who is a sociologist who has been with oxford university for eight years and she has recently made history as the youngest Black woman to receive tenure at the university. So there are some reports that are saying she's only 28, while another source is saying that she's in her early 40s. Honestly, I'm inclined to believe she's in her early 40s and she's been teaching there for eight years. But in any event, she was appointed at the Welcome Center for Ethics and Humanities, and she is a Kenyan-born professor, and she was offered the role in recognition of the quality and global impact of her research on academia and beyond. And that is uh, from a statement that was picked up by Courts Africa. 
and in their 925-year history of Oxford University, Professor Kingori is the youngest woman to ever receive a full professorship, which is another glass ceiling being broken apart by Black people all across the globe. Patricia has moved many mountains and shattered countless glass ceilings to secure this historic achievement, said Jan Royal, the principal baroness at Oxford Somerville College. In the truest tradition of Somerville, she is a woman of first, a trailblazer. And yet, I have no doubt that where Patricia leads with such determination, implacable good humor and brilliance, others will follow. So kudos to Professor Kingori on receiving tenure at Oxford. Thank y'all. This is a great episode. I feel like it I ain't seen y'all in a long time. You it's always only been like it. two weeks. It was only like two, three weeks ago. No, it's been a month, nigga. It's been a month since all three of us were together. It was Thanksgiving. We're not saying that word. No, I Didn't told she you. I'm say, still gonna she say it. Yes. Thank you, Shug. I'm still going to say it. Ferociously. I support you, KB. Now, KB, I support you in not saying it, but I'm still going to say it. Like the great Paul Mooney. Oh, my nigga, 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 nigga. Oh, okay. my God. Don't bring up that show, that dumbass show. Anyway. What right. dumbass show? Yeah. I said Paul Mooney. Yeah, that was oh, what. I thought you were talking about that was Chappelle's show. Sorry. No. Yeah. Paul Mooney said that. Yeah. That was your boy show. Yes. <laughs> In any event. <laughs> well, yeah, this is yeah. our last episode <laughs> of 2021, ladies. Yes. Yeah. Y'all see my double <laughs> See my double chin? See what I was talking about? Girl, you, shut up, Shug. You done lost like 30 pounds working at Amazon. Shut up. I'm done. I know, <laughs> and it makes a difference in how you look. So that's why I'm like, I gotta get used to this. It's weird. Okay, I'm done talking. Oh my to her. god, well, y'all! I want y'all to have work? a blessed. Yes, I want everyone to have a blessed 2022. Be thankful for being here Alive. on this earth. It's a it's a blessing and it's a curse. Like we have so much that we have to go through in just being human beings. A curse, but a the time that we get to. This yeah. is not where I thought you I'm, were going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a good and a bad thing. Like, I'm so serious. Like, it's just the pain and the anguish that you see around you and the things that other people have to go through and things that you have to go through. But then that bright side of being around your family and your friends and having the relationships and the experiences that you get to give and have, I think it's, it's, this, it's this double-edged sword. So, you know, just sit in it be thankful though still and i'm praying for a blessed 2022 i'm praying for clean energy over my friends that are dealing with sickness right now and i'm just praying that 2022 is better than 2021 and it's continues to improve as we move i mean i turned 40 y'all so shit I don't know. We on another page right now. So those are my parting words. It's definitely, you know, blessings, um, good health, and joy. That's me. Yep. Amen. Should I, I say? Um, let me see. Do I have any words? Um, I don't know. So this year which is funny because I have like readings like y'all know I'm into like Reiki and and chakras and all that kind of stuff so I had a reading done at the end of 
last year. And basically the message of that was, you know, Sankofa, which is a West African concept about learning from your past. So I was doing a lot of digging as far as my family history is concerned and learning more about my ancestors and learning about Ifa, which is a traditional African religion and some of the concepts that my ancestors and things used to um, believe in. So I want to say, instead of focusing on the past for 2022, I'm really excited about my future. Um, as far as, you know, my career, things are going well. I got put in for a promotion at work. So hopefully that will, um, that will come into effect. I'm really excited about some of the things that me and the boo are talking about, like still on track to trying to have a baby, um, possibly getting married. We'll see what happens. Um, so I just really think that 2022 is going to be better than 2021, um, hopefully. And I hope that the world is in a better place. I know there's a lot going on right now as far as the Omicron variant and COVID and we might be inside for a little while longer, but I just think that 2022 is definitely going to be better than 2021 was. So that's my hope for everybody listening to the podcast. Like here's to the future. What do you think, Elle? Um, wow. So 2020 was definitely a year of transition for me. It's when I sort of reached like the final goal that I set for myself in 2017 when I went back to graduate school. And I definitely feel like I have come into my own. Um, I was able to do some things that I'd never done before professionally and personally. I feel like I you know, was really able to step up uh, my role and my responsibilities at work. But I also made sure that because I worked hard, I played hard as well. Um, as far as, you know, traveling, that's always a big thing for me. And thank God I was able to do it safely. Um, and in 2022, I feel like it's just going to be another major year. Of course, I turn 40. I'm the next one in, the, in line to hit that milestone. And honestly, for like the next four months, I decided that I'm actually just going to play it cool. Um, and then once I hit 40, I'm just, that's when I'm going to do another life reassessment and kind of figure out what I want to do next. Um, you know, so in the meantime, between time, I'm just going to live life and enjoy myself and wait to see what happens. So I, you know, I'm going to grab the bull by the horns when the time is right. I say. Yeah. I was wondering what you gonna grab by the horn. I didn't know you were gonna grab us. Okay. I mean, hey, oh, go ahead, Chuck. Where you gonna No, say? I I just said really, KB, like what you thought she was talking <laughs> about like testicles? Like what are you talking about right now? <laughs> or you just grab the actual organ. <laughs> okay, anyway. All right, let's keep I mean, going. Go listen, and close out. Listen, that could be listen, that could be a euphemism for a dick. I can grab it. <laughs>
Don't forget to listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Connect with us on social media at The More Files on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Thin Files. Bye!